Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. And this is our marvelous review of What If. Spoilers. In light of the new Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I wanted to do a review of What If. Why? Because Doctor Strange is in it. We have other characters that we may see in the movie true a live action version i think we are going to see them you know accidentally i saw some previews or flipping through social media i saw a, a pic here a pic there i already know that x-men is coming through this movie at least one of them professor x is going to make an appearance i know captain carter is going to make an appearance and i know also that demon that we saw in episode one and also in episode four as well as the final episode episode nine. Oh wait shumagura yes they supposedly they changed the name to be the name that's in marvel versus capcom to be gigantos or something like that i don't know, I don't know. it's something with tentacles there's also some other fan theories out there that doesn't have to do with what if about that, but I'll leave that mm. for when we watch the movie, see if that comes right. true. Do you want to go over real quick in the sense of the premise of what if? Yeah. So what if it's just, well, if, if you've seen uh, Loki, that's a great idea of what, what if is. You basically, it's just a glimpse into different realities where you could have the same characters uh, or, or variations of them. That are developed because of a single change that causes a ca uh, cascading effect. It's basically the idea of multiverse theory, you know, uh, or Schrodinger. Uh, I'm gonna mispronounce this name, Schrodinger's cat. I totally butchered that. It's the experiment where you put the cat in a box, but there's no holes. So until you look into the box, you don't know if the cat is alive or dead. It's oh. a real thing, and uh, but that's the idea of the multiverse. It's like you have all these different possibilities, and as long as you don't look in, that possibility exists. In this case, the Watcher is viewing all these other worlds from the that idea of that possibility. What if Peggy Carter got in the way and became... She didn't really get in the way, but she became no. Captain America. Well, in this case, I guess you would call her Captain Britain. I would think they would have done that, but I guess yeah. they couldn't because it's Still, pretty uh, much an, an ex man excalibur. title excalibur yeah. right or like what if dr strange decided to abuse his time stone or christine decided to go with him because in the movie she well, never went with him right well let's go over real quick the titles so sure. every episode starts with with a what if and then they go with or the watcher he's the narrator of the series he's a narrator of each episode he gives a premise of what you're saying that it could just be a, a single moment that changes like where if you said no in one lifetime or one universe then the next universe you said you yes. said yes and that changes everything. In episode one, you have Captain Carter was the first Avenger. True. Uh, then episode two was about with T'Challa, the Black Panther. If T'Challa became Star-Lord. Yes. Then we have episode three, the world lost its mightiest heroes. And then what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands, and which is his love, Christine. And then what if zombies actually existed? Then also in episode six is... What if Killamonger saved Tony Stark? Episode seven, what if Thor was the only child? I mean, actually more like being raised. And then also you have, what if Ultron won? 
Mm-hmm. And the last one is what if the watcher broke his oath? Because that's very important in the comics. And again, that was a big series. That's where this animation series came from, originally from the comic books True. called What If. And the watcher, like I said before, narrates, but he never gets involved. All he does is just observes and records. We also did see not exactly this watcher, but that sentient being, that race in Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, where we see Stan Lee talking to a bunch of them and explaining that he's actually part of the watchers, that he was telling his times in the movies, like when he was making a cameo that was actually part of his purpose or that was his character. Yeah. In every MCU movie, even Marvel, like any Marvel film that he was involved in. Also, where in this series, we focus on one almost like how the MCU started, meaning we got Iron Man first, then we got the Hulk, then Captain America. We started getting individual films, and then yes. we got the Avengers together. I see where you're going with it, yeah. So that's what they did here. We saw we got Captain Carter, we got T'Challa, and then we got uh, Doctor Strange involved, his solo story. And you have Killamonger, Thor. They also um, had Angamora. But she didn't have her own what if story. Well, yeah, we can go to that later because that didn't make sense. Also, and Black Widow. But so that was that, actually that, part of the last uh, the last episode, I would say. No, that's actually episode three, where or not episode no, three. That's eight. episode four, five, five. The zombies, the zombies. No, but Black Widow no, was fighting not, in the uh, Ultron. Yeah, it was episode eight. No, not episode eight. Is it episode? With Hawkeye. You're correct. Yes, I'm sorry. And I just freaking saw it. And zombies, that episode is all-star cast, pretty yeah. much. Everyone, Almost everyone's in it. I counted for nine episodes, and each episode roughly lasted around 27 minutes on the average. And that's not including the credits the opening credits and the end credits combined opening and end credit you there's an eight minute of -hmm. credits roughly i counted 52 action scenes i can be off by a few i definitely don't think there's more there's definitely probably less if the way how you look at it and a total runtime of action is one hour and seven minutes again it's probably even less depending how you look at it each episode had an average of five action scenes except for if thor was the only child there's only one action scene and it's only for about three minutes that's with him and captain marvel yeah that's pretty much it the most ones again i could be off episode five had nine action scenes and that's the one with the zombies the longest episode in a sense of action was the watcher broke his oath that's about 16 minutes and 30 seconds Okay. The longest episode overall was Doctor Strange. And which is cool here because like the Doctor Strange here, we saw a glimpse in the trailer of Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. You see an evil version of him or a counterpart. We see this Mm -hmm. also in that episode that what he's doing, trying to avoid his love of dying. He created another I guess, split personality, but not just him. He didn't do that. It was the help with the ancient one. The ancient one helped that happen. Well, it was just going so extreme. They were trying and to stop him and it ended right. up as a byproduct splitting them. Right. And the same, yeah, they live pretty much in the same universe, mm-hmm. which was kind of gave me a headache. When was the last time you seen this? I watched it like three times when it first came out, like back to back. 
So okay. I was watching it a lot when it first came out. And like, I vividly remember th those episodes. I personally think like it, there's a reason why those episodes do stand out. It's also one of the reasons why I was a big fan of the comic of what if this is because the uniqueness of the stories, right. let's get into that. Let's, uh, let's, I know you freshly watched it. Do you want to focus on the action uh, or well, let's, let, we can go with episodes? Like what was your favorite episode? Um, or episode or two two episodes heck there's so many episodes here we can probably do a three or uh, there are nine episodes overall right so right. for me funny enough like episode wise uh, i was it wasn't necessarily the most action episodes um like dr strange all the action is saved at the end but it was a great story i enjoyed mm -hmm. that if i'm gonna say three like top three i i'm gonna say dr strange is definitely up there killmonger fantastic like how the, mm -hmm. with the with the double cross against spoilers people mm -hmm. and like the way this story went on from there and then zombies that was number one for me because i wanted zombies and I, I i've had this argument where dr strange was number one for people but i wanted zombies to be more and, right. well, uh, and they left it with a cliffhanger and they're supposed to I believe have their own series. They uh, think yeah, they're going to do a live action, do not live yeah. action, but a animation se a series of zombies. Okay. And just to recap is Dr. Strange because of the story, yep. how that was told. I'll say zombies because you like that premise and you wanted more of it and Killmonger. Yes. With saving Tony Stark. So essentially the, the right in the middle of all those right. episodes. Okay. My favorite episode was the first one. Ooh, Captain Carter. Okay. If you can't catch me or grab my attention or hold it on the first episode, you're in trouble. That's what, for me, granted, there's a, you know, it should be a three episode rule, especially long um, seasons. For a short season, if you, if you fail on that, then it's going to have trouble with me. Just like in case in point, WandaVision. I had trouble. I continue watching the whole season due to come a Marvel fan and I wanted to see where it was going, but man, was I highly disappointed and I dreaded watching the following episodes. I like this because it was almost mirror or carbon copy of the original Captain America, the first Avenger, just that it was a female and British. You're right. A lot of the story did go down the same way with some minor changes where Steve doesn't get the super soldier serum, but he becomes the sidekick. And then we see also here the iron monger no, from no. Iron Man. It's no, no, I know, that. I know, I know, but that's where we see it. We see iron monger mm -hmm. in here, but it's called the Hydra stomper instead, which I think looks there's, cooler. There's a better name too. And there's still that love with them. What I liked about the animation, it reminded me of Max Fletcher's Superman way back in the day, as well as old Disney cartoons like Snow White. It wasn't 3D like we see now on current Disney or Pixar projects. So I had that. I like the Thor one because it was funny. That was a, a very hilarious episode. And it kind of played towards, or it kind of played with uh, where Thor was going in the sense of he saw his movies, how like serious he was or how silly he was or immature. Then he got mature and then silly again with yeah. Ragnarok and the way he was acting in Endgame and what we'll probably see more of that with Love and Thunder. Correct. And, it, and you're right. Like, that was always something that got overlooked. But even in the comics, Loki, when they were growing up, was a 
spoiled to Thor. Like he balanced Thor out, even though he's mm-hmm. the trickster, which is ironic. So that was a great. Well, it's funny too that they'd end up be like best of friends, but mm-hmm. that that shows like, hey, and without Loki. Thor would have been wilding out. It's a funny episode. And then with and, the Howard the Duck too, that was a- And to mention, before I go over my third one, the majority of the cast that did the voices are the original actors from the movies. True. You have some not, you know, uh, the actor who did Peter Parker, Spider-Man, not Tom Holland. Chris Evans did not repraise his role as Captain America here, even though the actor did an amazing job. And the actor who played Tony Stark is not- RDJ. So I was really happy that when you hear the voices that you know that the, the majority of them are from the actual movies. You have Chadwick Boseman before he passed away, did all the episodes that he was in. Yes. My third favorite one was the last episode, episode nine, The Watcher Broke His Oath. I liked it because of the action. Pretty much the whole episode was action. See, Very and, little bit. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say, and that was one of the reasons I liked the episode before that for the action, if I was just focusing on the action. Well, I just liked it because I was like, they're all working together as best as they can to defeat Ultron or is it Ultron? Would you say Ultron? Yeah, because he, he, he takes over. Yeah, I know. He takes over Vision's body and becomes Ultron. Granted, I do have some nitpicks on there because some things don't make sense. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to that. But for the action and the pace and how they did it. And I like it because it's not New Avengers, but it's the Guardians of the Multiverse instead of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I like the play on that. But it's also Avengers, if you, if you think about it, they're all the same. You know, a team is formed. And that's pretty much it. And you like episode eight. And for what reason? That had one of my favorite action moments is basically when uh, Viz Ultron gains like the, the Infinity Stones, he breaks through and starts attacking the watcher and, yes and and you see like usually i can count on my hand the amount of times i've seen the watcher go hand to hand with somebody in the comics and it's not many and here it just throw it shows like the watcher's not one to play around you don't mess with the watcher mm-hmm. even and and they're going from one multiverse to the other like god level cosmic level battle this is very cheesy of me but it was just hilarious in the middle of them doing this knuckle down uh throughout fight vision headbutts the watcher (laughs) and in that very moment the watcher like recoils back and goes i am the watcher and headbutts him back which is hilarious to me because he has the biggest head you ever see no exactly (laughs) now that fight scene with him throwing down was Pretty intense. I mean, the choreography in the action, even though it's animated, is done very well. It's obviously that they had a fight choreographer help them with the movements. Yeah. The body, the yes, it's not stiff, it's very fluid. It's almost yeah, anime like, but not the same. Better. Thing. Yeah. Better because anime just goes really crazy. Do you have an episode or two that you that's lower for you? I enjoyed all the episodes, honestly. Mm-hmm. If I was to like, scrap an episode it might have been the what if the world lost the mightiest heroes oh with hank pym yeah because when i it, looking back at it i mean like every episode really pulled a character to pay off in the last and i'm having the hard press to remember what character or influence from the third episode was tied into episode nine none exactly loki and Hank, Nick Fury and Nick Fury even the zombies had a part to play in episode 9 that's true too 
I just like that episode of episode three because you have a guy who's lost his mind because he, he's angry over the, over the grief of his daughter. And don't forget, he thought he lost his wife as well. True. And now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I dislike the episode. No, I understand. Yeah, is I'm I'm being nitpicky because honestly, I liked all the episodes. Mm -hmm. And um, so if I had to scrap one, that would be the one I choose for the logic of like the overall story. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy all these episodes. But is there one that you yeah. did not enjoy? Zombies. Really? You didn't like the zombies? Only because I'm zombied out. <laughs> oh, that's a fair the thing. Point. It's fair. You know, I was a big fan of The Walking Dead. There's what? other zombie movies and, and shows out there as well as we saw The Army of the Dead. But were you a fan of the Marvel zombies when it first came out? No, I was I was like, no. But you have Marvel zombies that you have, I think, you know, DC did a version too, I think. That was very recent. Uh, de right. But and I think I think zombies is also done by Walking Dead guy, it Robert is. Kirkman. That's the only thing. I mean, it was, it was I liked it because it had an all-star cast. True. And, you know, you see Vision trying to keep scarlet witch alive or happy by giving her something fresh pieces and that's similar to in the walking dead as well we have uh man i can't remember his character but well, he was doing that with his daughter his daughter was a zombie in actuality and, that's actually what was happening in the comics and it's one of the reasons why i like the episode because they made changes uh it wasn't of course you know the comic was definitely more brutal and they they more visceral but there was the parallels to what they did in the comic was actually oddly very close so like the whole you know chopping the leg off and you doing that mm -hmm. to feet that was instead of vision it was like hank pym doing that to uh, the wasp uh he was uh, okay. chopping up the leg to feed the wasp and he was mm -hmm. uh feeding her was it black panther i think it was black panther also it was them like finding out and he was also a zombie too so it was a whole thing but he he was realizing as you're feeding you retain some of your intelligence that's why he was doing that i was like i can dig some of the parallels plus they gave a part for happy hogan i was like really <laughs> and that was fun too when he <laughs> is trying to defend himself and he's shooting the rays he's going blam blam like you would with a toy gun yeah and he was even as a zombie form too Mm -hmm. Paul Rudd was there with the, you know with the, for the comic relief, and I couldn't help but think of Futurama oh. because his <laughs> head they remain and Futurama they had the same thing they keep the head in a jar or what have you, and they're still alive. All the episodes except for one, each character came out differently except for episode six killmonger saves tony stark regardless of the, what happened killmonger was still killmonger he had a role to play and it wasn't to be a good guy he didn't change the good he stayed yeah evil and that was his role that led up to saving i guess the multiverse for episode nine his greed his hunger for i power. guess it, i guess it would be also like his same mindset of Thanos and his sense of control but in his hands. He didn't want Ultron to do it. He wanted to do it. And the Ultron was in a sense like Thanos, but extreme. Instead of taking away half the population, he went all. Yeah. And he's he like, I'll all. just redo everything myself. Right. It's kind of similar to Masters of the Universe with Evil Lynn when she became powerful. She wanted to take care, take away everything. She wanted to, she didn't want to remake it though. She just wanted to end it all. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm saying it pretty much ended. And so did Ultron, didn't he? Did he just want to end it? Let's like destroy everything. I think, way he, I think he mankind? wanted to destroy it and then rebuild. Okay, I never saw him rebuilt. No, he just, no, he's like, I'll I just start from scratch. Like, like Right, so he said the quiet. He liked the quiet. Mm-hmm. Then he got bored. And you have also T'Challa. He still stay the same. And it says good, still good-hearted, good intentions. He influenced the Ravagers not to be so villainous, if that's a word, or bad. And not to be like bandits or whatnot. He literally talked right. Thanos out of doing the snap. Instead of fighting right. Thanos, he's like, let's talk this out. And then, which is hilarious because every time you see Thanos, he keeps bringing <laughs> it up and he's trying to sell people on it. He's like, I feel like you don't understand the logic that you have. He's like, no, 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 you don't get it. <laughs> On episode four, we do have, I guess you want to say, the characters, besides the Watcher, the characters starting to break the fourth wall. Yes. And the fourth wall is not us, but the Watcher. Uh, Stephen Strange can see him and asking help to save his life, his love. And he can't. He refuses. There was also- well, Ultron, Ultron yeah. saw that and that freaked him out. I think there was another one. I th- was it episode seven with Thor? Possibly. I know. I I, I, I want to say it was right before Ultron showed up because Ultron showed up at the end of Thor. Right. And that was cool too, because that just shows like there's a connection. Oh no. I know what it was. Portal for the Ultron things. And he goes, what the hell is this? He didn't expect it. He didn't see that coming. Usually he, he can see the future in a way. Yeah. So it wasn't. And that one their characters breaking but it was almost like the watcher breaking he's like I, I did not see this coming with the combination of loki got me very excited for what's coming up next true us growing up reading the comics and reading what if and then having our own imagination of that we if you read a storyline and said what if this person did this instead or what if this person took the bullet or took the serum or was thrown off the cliff from the gamma rays what if the punisher's family never died what if spider-man kept the red uh, the black symbiote what if uh the hulk became the uh the herald of galactus i've read all those and they were fantastic they were fantastic i'm just interested now what they're going to do coming up next still have that storyline of kang still waiting for the rebirth of the x-men are we going to see the illuminati is that what the purpose of professor x because professor x is part of the illuminati and so we're gonna see that we're gonna see black bolt submariner because they're part of the illuminati well dr strange is also part of the illuminati at one time true reed richards yes well that happened We'll find out in a couple of days or so. And by the time this is edited and all that stuff and aired, hopefully I can get it done in time. And I apologize, guys, for that. We both have nine to five jobs. And well, mine is a little more crazier than his. It's all me editing. Just know that we appreciate your, your patience. And we try to come out every Friday, be it podcast or YouTube. Before we go to ratings, anything else we should talk about? Because I know we sometimes forget to, and then we bring it up. If you had to narrow down episodes, if you're going to watch this before Multiverse Madness, I would say episodes four and nine. If you had to say, like, lock that in. So the nitpick. So episode nine, I still have a problem when they're trying to take the stones off of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And they failed because Gamora had the stone remover from her universe. True. And it's calculated and, to her universe. Correct. But how come Ultron can use his stones at any universe? So I know this you think, very what, well. And I agree you with think, you. Because it would be like it would be like Loki where you go to another one, it just it, it just gets 
it becomes a flat. paperweight. Now that you mention it, it's the one part I did not like about the show as a whole. Because in every other version of fiction that we have for the Marvel Universe, MCU, comic book, animated, the Infinity Stones are dependent on their dimension that they are formed in. When mm-hmm. you take them out, they're a paperweight. It's the same thing with the Infinity Gauntlet. You take it out, it's useless. This is the only iteration where you have it where it can go elsewhere. And their, uh, their explanation is like a single line that Vision says. It's like you said it yourself. It's similar, but slightly different. That's their logic. It's like this just happened to be the one universe where the, the Infinity Gems can actually break the, the infinite dimension. Which made no sense to me. Honestly, if that was the case, like that will become something like it would have been more impressive if the Living Tribunal was involved by episode nine mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of that logic. Because like his right. job was to literally protect the multiverse. He doesn't give a damn about anything else. He's like protect the structure of the multiverse. If there's something threatening it, he'll disable mm-hmm. it. Again, for me, that it didn't make any sense. It would have made more sense if he goes to each universe and collects the stones in each universe. Like he opens a door with his army. Floods that mm-hmm. universe, captures mm-hmm. the stones, and then he's like just covered in gems. I see what you're saying. He collects every stone from each universe. So yes. So he's just glittering. My other thing was in episode nine, we see the Watcher visit Tony Stark and get Gamora. So that shows an episode that we missed, which they, I believe they're going to save for season two. They may go, may, they may backtrack and show that episode of how that happened. Because you see Tony Stark, his armor is that of the Hulkbuster, I believe, has graffiti on it, something like that. And you have Gamora dressed up as a rendition of Thanos. She's carrying his weapon, the blade. So I wonder if she killed Thanos. That was also in the comic too. That, there was a, something okay. like, a moment like that that happened in the comic. That's another thing too, where I know not just me, but you and other people are like, wait a minute, who are these guys? How, what's, what's the story here? Why are they there? And that's one episode we did not see at all. True. I mean, it's not that important. We get the gist of what he was doing, the Watcher collecting the heroes he needed to serve his purpose to save the multiverse. We have one end credit scene. That's with Captain Carter that she sees that. Oh, also in a sense, it was nice where the Black Widow, when the mission is done and Ultron is and Killamonger are nullified, she doesn't want to go back to where she was because she was the only person that was episode three they put her back in the world of episode three that was the purpose of episode three uh like overall so what would we rate this uh the season this is definitely worth the watch worth the money i can't agree with that if you if you don't have disney plus and you want to buy a show for disney this is a good one. If you're okay with it being animated, I know people that watch this with their kids and they love it. Our uh, our cousin, his uh, his son, they used to call this "What If Wednesdays," and they would watch it every <laughs> every Wednesday. Because you really don't have to watch the movies because the watcher goes over the premise real quick of each character and mm-hmm. explains. So if you never watched any of the films, that's okay. Even if you never read the comics, that's okay. Just know that there's a change of event. There's a certain point. Where things happen that's really good yeah you're right yeah. and you and don't you, need to do like a lot of filler stuff is because for the most part each episode is standalone so you agree with that my yeah thoughts okay now ranked of the mcu's show so far where do we rank it uh it, it's unique because it's the only animated one of the mcu you know universe of series but when you watch it, you'll understand why there's a lot that goes into it. I still put Loki at number one. Uh, last time when we did this ranking, we did not include this. 
I'm right. I'm gonna actually put this at number two. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it was Hawkeye, Falcon, and then Scarlet Witch. Well, one division. One, when, when, yeah. I feel the same way. Loki, I'm sorry, right now cannot be touched. All right. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us today on our marvelous review of What If. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you too, bro.